You're now listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Rambling Podcast, presented by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. Uh, my AKA for today is uh, uh, Damn What the CDC Say, Stay Your Ass. Um, in quarantine and be safe, be healthy, and mask up. Thank you so much for coming to my TED Talk. And as usual, I'm joined by my friends and my co-hosts. Hey, everybody. It's Candice, not from the Leeway PC on all social media. Uh, my AKA for today is... Uh, you bitches might be bold, but y'all are certainly not bougie. Okay? Mm-hmm. Bar? Okay. I see you. Yeah. I see the vision. Yep. And as always, our our legal counsel is here with us. Hey, Adrian. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> no, because Adrian would get us like, mm, that's not quite how that law works. True. I mean, I see the vision. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it don't go. <laughs> it's not that way. Um, right. I'm picking up what you're putting down, but. But legally. Uh-uh. Just, just to let you know. <laughs> Oh gosh, we are back, y'all. Um, we're recording on a Saturday, so we will not be talking about Love and Marriage DC this week. We'll bring it back next week um, because we are recording before the episode airs. However, I just want to ask really quickly: Did y'all see that video of one Ashley Darby uh, looking looking a mega mind mess? Uh, and it sounded like she was all but basically given a farewell because the seating chart for the Potomac reunion has released and she is sitting last chair along with Aneka. Mm. So, Ooh. you know. Well, I mean, listen, if this is the last, if this is if this is the last season for Megamind, I mean, nothing of value will really be lost. So nothing at all. Uh, especially I mean, since we're here, we get into Segway the episode, down. especially since we, uh, in this episode, she, I, I think Sheila needs to be jailed for her crimes against humanity. <laughs> because you have sat up here and raised a daughter so stupid that she is talking about how she goes half, uh, and this is this week's episode that's coming up, but how she's she goes half on financial responsibility of the kids with Michael, a stay at home wife who happened to be getting a check from doing a reality TV show is having to go half on the financial responsibility of the kids with a multimillionaire baby. What did Sheila raise? And then in this episode, you sitting up here talking about you scared to move forward with the divorce and you need a life coach to help you build confidence. Girl, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now y'all need to come on the show <laughs> I y'all fix my biracial yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on man <laughs> I y'all and- fix my mulatto okay. the fix my mulatto <laughs> 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 well somebody just- need to somebody need to fix her I and we I 
Well, this is for everybody that thought Ashley was so smart and she's playing chess, not checkers with I that got... white man. Y'all are some liars and y'all did not know what y'all were talking about because we at Ratchet Ramblings called bullshit. When y'all was talking about that, oh, that's why she's getting a post nut. No, it's not. She still don't get shit. She don't got shit to look forward to. She's sitting up there splitting splitting finances for the children with somebody worth $40 million. That's crazy. When she's making that don't most... He own, don't he own like a town in Africa or something? Yeah. I be goddamn. Some colonizer bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> you, you fucked up. You fucking a real life colonizer and can't mm-mm. right <laughs> like like an actual real. You going out sad. The ancestors are sad. I mean, she half white, so do she really have ancestors? Her her half of her that half is upset. <laughs> Fair. They had to put up with Sheila's bullshit, finding <laughs> and fucking the worst white man that you could find. Now they putting up with this. They tired, boss. They tired. Now I'm seeing online that Michael Darby is worth anywhere from 20 million to 150 million. With the most recent, uh, as of 2024, they're saying he's he's said to be around, be worth around 150 million dollars. And 20 million dollars was a number from many, 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 many years ago. So it's just you know. Having to go half on the finances with a man who could be worth up, uh, who could be worth nine figures is fucking insane. There's not, I would, mm, I would be having so much money put away in, in offshore accounts or some shit that he would never be able to touch that it would make a motherfucker's head swim. And at most, okay, let's say at most, let's say Ashley is making a hundred thousand per episode whatever amount of money ashley is making from potomac does not compare to what michael darby has in his bank account and i would be i'm i would go so far as to say that she i I believe she probably lies about him financing things like maybe the house sure because of the kids but i don't i think ashley spends all of her potomac money for her upkeep i wouldn't doubt it I could see that. Yeah, I think that's where a lot of her money goes for her upkeep. Yeah, I because, mean, I wouldn't doubt it because Michael is, is, is stingy as fuck. I mean, and she has other businesses. For real? Like what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm intrigued. Come on. All right, uh, baby. <laughs> a, yoga, a yoga studio, from what I've heard, that oh. she has. But the only reason why she won't feature it on the show is when you like feature your businesses or stuff on the show, you have to give a percentage to Bravo. Uh, oh, really? Uh, oh, wow. I did not know that. Now nah, Bravo trying to... Hey, man, hold up. Not <laughs> billion dollar Bravo. Going to have them in 360 deals, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right exactly. I'm like, hold on. Yes, they are in 360 deals, yes. <laughs> you, hold on. You bastards. You, hey, man. Did I say no, not recently because, no, I mean, I hate capitalism, but also, who was Ashley Darby before she was on this? Uh, you know what, that's fair. <laughs> that's very fair. That is very fair. So, yeah, for a business that you start, and, it, and if I'm... If I remember it right, it's businesses that you've started while you were on the show. Okay, so not nothing that every like... bit. Bi- yeah, so okay. not okay. every business okay. you ever had. 
but businesses that you start on the show, if you like want to have like scenes with your stuff where they're saying you your business cut. or your product, you got to get on the cut. Okay. That that's more understandable because I was going to say like if they they want a percentage of anything, it's like nigga, I was mm-hmm. <laughs> if I started some shit before you, like bitch. <laughs> no, it's just the things that they like start while they're on the show and then use the show to try to promote, which I mean is what you're supposed to do. So yeah, even even swap ain't no robbery. Yeah, yeah. Still capitalism, but hey, y'all signed up for it when y'all signed up to be on the show. So I, true. True, true, very true. Exactly. Um, I mean, I just feel like overall, since we're white. like we're like <laughs> one or two episodes back from we're a few episodes back from the season finale. I just feel like this season fell really flat, and that uh was pretty disappointing. Com- you know, considering all the hoopla. Um, but I do want to say that. I don't like cowards. And if this episode showed me nothing else, it showed me that Giselle and Robin are cowards who continue to throw stones and hide their hands. And I am so glad that Wendy clocked in and clocked their asses for being some fucking cowards because one, nobody, let me say this, the whole conversation about Florida and sending your kid to Florida to go to school I found the whole shit to be pretentious even on Wendy's end because let's be 100% honest here. There is nowhere on this earth, hear me loud, on this earth, especially in this country where your black ass life is is never not in danger. If you are black and there are white people around, your life is always in danger due to racism. I mean, even if white people aren't around, your life is in danger due to the the systems and and machinations that white people have put in place. As long as we under white supremacy. True. Hello. So I thought that whole conversation about Grace going to college and I thought it was extremely disingenuous. I thought it was super disingenuous coming from Wendy's end as, you know, as somebody who has more understanding of the law than the rest of her uh, her the rest of her castmates, with the exception of maybe Candace, who has a good understanding to an extent about the law and politics, considering she's you know been been around the block a time or two, um, working and you know I think she worked did she worked for Obama under that administration, but as a whole, it was just mm-hmm. pretty disingenuous and it didn't need to happen. And this is another one of those things where I feel like production is consistently trying to force moments on the show because there was it didn't make sense to me. Yeah, no, I, was, no, no, I, you I agree with nervous you. Nervous about sending your black kid anywhere in this goddamn country, even the school where we don't have good gun control and people sh- shoot up schools because they because the day ends and why? Yeah, I was like, hell, any gun control. Yeah, and that I think my- I missed it. What school is Grace going to? Fam, you. Yeah, okay. Samuel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely to your okay. point, Candace, that felt like production wanting the girls to have a moment or to have a quote unquote serious conversation. And it just fell flat and honestly ended up making them sound more goofy, all of them more than they, they already do. Yeah. It was um, meant to make Giselle look less evil. It was. That's that's exactly what it was. <laughs> I think that they have been trying incessantly since Candace read Giselle for filth at that last reunion about 
how she behaves as a as a by as a fair skinned woman who to me Giselle does not look white passing and so I will not say that but what I will say is that she has certainly been extended a level of privilege um that is due to her skin tone um and so you know they they've been trying to humanize her and she keeps fucking it up because I absolutely agree with Wendy about how Giselle tried to have a moment at her expense claiming Wendy looked at Giselle like she had doo-doo on her face and I want to say we have seen Wendy we have seen Wendy bonk Giselle over the head time and time again on this goddamn show Wendy certainly doesn't need to be coming at a child when she clocks in and and reads Giselle for filth like clockwork every time so I absolutely would have not said anything. And I'm glad when Wendy walked over, like what was said, I appreciate it. Cause then everybody got quiet and shit. Now don't nobody want to talk. Talking about we'll discuss it later. No bitch, we'll discuss it now because well, we would have discussed it at the table. If I felt like you were being nasty or rude in regards to my children, I'm coming at your neck immediately. I'm not waiting till 24 hours later for my other stupid light skinned friend to put a battery in my back to be able to do it. Y'all are some, y'all are some 40 plus year old cowardly lying assholes who run around always talking about your family and this, that, and the third. Y'all don't think about nobody else's family when y'all doing shit. This is the same Giselle and Robin who brought, who brought, and I believe fabricated rumors of Monique's last baby not belonging to Chris. Did you think about her children when you were saying shit like that? When y'all were spreading rumors about Eddie cheating on Wendy and that's why she had plastic surgery and that's why she was dressing more provocative, did you think about their their uh, internet age children seeing those rumors? Because Wendy and Eddie certainly have two children old enough to get on the internet and Google their parents. Do y'all do think about Raven every time y'all bring up the fact that Karen is having affairs and Ray is having affairs? Y'all don't think about nobody else's kids, but everybody should magically handle y your bullshit and your kids with a with certain gentility get the fuck out of here and i mean are giselle's kids not used to scandal hello because it said that they it's mm. allegedly said that they daddy be fucking on on girls they age and that's why his ass got ran out of potomac because he got a teenage girl pregnant hello okay i did hear i did hear that rumor and it's been, it's, I've seen it said by people who used to attend the church and they have posted receipts and shit, like tithes and offering receipts for the, for the church that they were members. So it's like, mm -mm. so it's just like, what do y'all got going? I'm just, I'm not, I'm not here for it. Um, I certainly think that production and editing edited those clips to make it seem like Wendy and Candace were being nasty or rude. And I was just really glad when Wendy said, Hey, you told me you made it so that I could never speak on your child after you made up this whole lying story about me looking at your daughter a certain way. So no, I'm not comfortable saying anything in regards to your children and Robin, bitch, you got a lot of nerve considering you tried to exclude Wendy from family fun day talking about her kids can come, but she can't. You want everybody to respect your kids and shit, 
but and that's why you be refusing to talk about the fact that Juan was complicit in a in a student male athlete being sexually assaulted and abused under your husband's tutelage. Hmm. Y'all want to talk about protecting kids? Shit, who was y'all? Who was Juan protecting? And that's not even his only incident of being horrible to college kids. Because I remember the girl basketball how player horrible he coming was. out and talking about how horrible he was because he didn't want to be coaching women. Yep. Yep. Which to that, imagine being nasty because you don't want to coach women like you had any success on the men's side. That's nasty. That's crazy. And still didn't have no success. Crazy. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Like you were, you were successful on the men's side in your own right, and you weren't successful on the men's side in coaching, but got the audacity to say something crazy about women's ball. That is crazy to me. Nasty business. Very nasty. And you, but you see what but you see what's happening now. Now you ain't coaching nobody. They ain't right. gonna let you coach at the park district. Exactly. Hmm. You can't coach at the Y. <laughs> the MCA. You can't coach at the boys and girls clubs. You can't coach at the purse store, nigga. Well, you 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 can't even coach bingo night. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> you can't do a motherfucking thing, but now try to clock in and try to get a check from your wife show. Right, because damn show, your wife show is the only way y'all got some income. Because the damn show ain't coming from you. You can't even coach down to the community college. You can't coach a pickup game. Crazy. Shit. I hope uh, you don't uh, want to do what you're supposed to do. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Right, I just find it funny how. I mean, how can I say this? Karen and Mia are two peas in the pod when it comes to fabricating and stretching the truth. And now <laughs> this episode helped me figure out why they truly, why they got along at one point and why they no longer get along at another point. Because they both are not very honest people. Like... Karen certainly does put 1002 when it comes to things between her and Ray. And Mia is certainly a liar talking about she didn't marry Gordon for his money. Yes, you did. Yes, the fuck you did. What the fuck else was it? She was a benefactor and somebody left her an inheritance. No, they didn't. Because you wouldn't have had to be at the booty club serving uh well done steaks. Because the damn sure wasn't well done coochie. She had a benefactor. That sounds like sugar daddy. Yeah, it, and she don't want to admit that it wasn't Gordon. You've been you've been cheating on your husband for a good majority of y'all marriage, and he's been allowing it because Gordon probably was cheating on you for a good majority of y'all marriage, and y'all had something going, and the money was tying y'all together. But now it's no longer a tie that binds because he he broke, and I don't even believe Gordon is broke. I believe once that divorce is finalized, Gordon's family will give him access back to his money. Yeah. Adrian has been saying that ever since. <laughs> that's Again. that's what I believe to be true. Again, Gordon Gordon's family is like my nigga. It ain't you wish your bitch. <laughs> that, Does Gordon they... come for money? Uh-huh. Does Gordon Do come, come for money? I shit. I don't know to be honest with you. I'm not sure. See, that's another problem. That's another problem with with them on this show. We really don't know shit about them for real. For real. Now, granted, I mean it's probably for the best, but still, like we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. I was just saying, but I um I mean Mia getting first chair for being a liar is crazy, is all I'ma say. That's how you honestly that's that's how you know the show is on decline. Yeah. <laughs> we being real. 
everybody so is I saying how she got first chair, but she's not the one. She didn't go to Kelly Clarkson show with Andy. That was Candace and Wendy. Yeah, mm. so, so that's just what I was getting to. I certainly um, am starting to believe that the way these women were seated for the reunion was done intentionally to kind of shake shit up. But I do not believe that Giselle nor Robin are on their way out the door or any shit like that. Um, Mia, Mia didn't have enough of a storyline for me to warrant first chair. And neither did Karen, honestly. So I just believe this was Andy doing some shit because he knows as a whole how much people feed into who's first chair and who's last chair. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense. That that's just kind of how it feels to me. Like I said, Mia, unless there's some some more info that that we that's left in these last few episodes, Mia nor Karen had enough of a storyline to warrant uh, a first chair. I certainly believe it should have been Wendy uh, and and NECA followed by Giselle and Robin. And I believe Candace should have been after Wendy because that's what all of this chaos and calamity centered around this season was these, those five that, that was where it all came from. The rest of the ladies were just kind of there. Um, so, you know, like I said, I don't, I don't believe the seating. I think the seating is meant to cause a stir but I don't think it'll play a part in the recasting. I don't believe Giselle is on her way out the door. I don't believe Robin is going to be leaving, which leads me to um, more and more allegations are coming out against Andy and more of the women on these shows are coming out in defense of Andy, which I wish they wouldn't necessarily do because we have established that your relationship with somebody is not always the same as, the next person's relationship with them. And I believe that Andy is a textbook case of what happens when somebody has too much power in a situation. Andy has long crossed the professional boundaries with these ladies, you know, even just like their friends and, you know, things like that. And he's their boss, their friend. He's doing a reunions. He's like, he has a lot of power and it doesn't seem like there's a lot of checks and balance to the power he has with Bravo and NBC. And so if nothing and else... I can't believe... Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I hope that this situation certainly brings about a bit of change in in those checks and balances going forward. Yeah, that was my thing. I don't see how they allowed him to get this much power because that gives... Because it's... I think... I think the level of power that they gave him, you're producing, you're doing the reunions, everything. I think that much power, even if it's not actually true, it gives a, it, it would give the semblance of if I don't do this, this jeopardizes my job. Absolutely. Because it's not like I can be like, oh, this is just one producer, you know, if he don't do something, you know, there's other producers that can help or this isn't every aspect. But when you are involved with every aspect of a job, yeah, it does get a little, a little iffy. Yes. Especially when you have that party environment and okay, if I don't party with you, am I not going to be able to be on the show? Am I going to be cut out? Is it going to be this at the reunion? Will it be this? Like, yeah, it shouldn't, it shouldn't give, like, like you said, people shouldn't have concerns about if they will maintain their job or if 
you know, they will be treated differently if they don't suck up to Andy, basically. Like, there needs to be some checks. There needs to always be a certain level of professionalism um, and go from there. Because like you said, not only is he creating, he's a producer, he does casting, he's he's a talent on the network with his with watch what happens and so on and so forth. He's wearing too many hats for there to be proper checks and balances. If you ask me, he's even doing a podcast where oh, he's no, discussing his shows, you know, and things like that. So there, there needs to be some type of checks and balances with Andy and Bravo. And I'm not saying he did the things he's accused of. But when you look at how much power he has, you can't necessarily say that there couldn't be some truth to it because who's checking him? You know, he holds a lot of the cards. And I, he does. And I think, I mean, I know reality TV existed before Real Housewives, but I feel like it kind of changed with Real Housewives because you never heard any other shows uh, real world or anything where you have production or anybody being friendly with cast until after they're done taping yep because I because I can believe I believe it was the real world there was a season where one of them started getting very one of the girls started getting very friendly with production and they fired that production person yep I they, remember said, that. Abso- they said absolutely ab- they said absolutely not we you just can't have even the look I mean, didn't wasn't that how it happened with Todd and Candy? Because Todd was working, he was a mm-hmm. part of the production, mm-hmm. and when he and Candy started dating, Todd quit. He mm-hmm. couldn't, he couldn't be production and be actively dating Candy. Yeah, it was a conflict of interest, and so I just feel like <clears throat> that that same conflict of interest exists with Andy and these and these cast. You I mean, know, I'm not even trying to be funny, but Andy shouldn't be partying with these girls with these these girls and their husbands and their partners outside of you know bravo related situations like okay yeah go ahead adrian because we're on the same page no yeah because you shouldn't because yes everything can be all cool while we cool and then comes mad day and when mad day comes a lot of things that were, oh, hey, that's just how we did things. It was never no harm. Now it can be, if I want to construe it a certain way, I can. And you've given them the power and the opportunity too. Yep. Or sometimes yeah. you get away from situations and you think like, hey, that was kind of fucked up. Yeah. And you get where we where we are now. So I don't necessarily disbelieve anything that was said in the lawsuits, but I, I just think that... Andy and Universal and everybody did not do a good job of protecting themselves. Agreed. Just plain and simple. But it seems like people have a issue with knowing how to act professionally in a non-professional aspect yeah. anyway. Because Christmas parties was catching a lot of folks yeah. this year. And I don't yeah. know why. I don't know why. And like Again, I'm I'm going to be honest, outside of work, when it's tied directly to work, I really don't spend time with my coworkers. However, my one coworker had a Lunar New Year party and everybody behaved like, hey, I know this is not work, but we're coworkers. So let's keep it cute. So it's kind of like, you know, like you say, Adrian, people are, we're getting to a point where 
professionalism is starting to be a thing of the past and it absolutely does not need to ever come to that uh you know i also so, just think people are weird because my parents told me you shouldn't be hang. yeah p.s people are weird yeah people are weird yeah yeah and i don't but i i'm i'm black in a predominantly work white place so i don't ever get overly friendly with people because i know i know what that can mean okay I don't, I don't did get you get that talk friendly. too oh absolutely because oh okay because i got it from my he's like no nah. he's like why he's like you have friends yeah Mm-mm. Mm-mm. it's a Mm-mm. no for me dog yeah Mm-mm. agreed uh married to medicine season finale so hey here's the thing these couples make <laughs> marriage seem absolutely fucking horrendous and if this is the representation of marriage um just call the show medicine <laughs> because call. they spent the whole trip in Hilton Head making marriage look absolutely dis- d- disgusting and terrible. Like they, these couples literally made it seem like you're better off single. <laughs> Don't go to Hilton Head no more. Hilton, am I right about it? <laughs> Don't go there no more because y'all did that trip did not look fun. They did not seem to have a lick of fun, not one. Not an ounce of fun was had on the couple's trip. And they get back and start planning the Med Gala. And again, here's the thing. Why are all y'all acting like y'all don't know who asked Quad to show up? Like, mm. I, I understand. Y'all did the same shit with Sweet Tea's bachelorette or bridal party or whatever the fuck that was. Y'all know good and fucking well who told Quad to show up there. Fucking production. And Andy. And this is, again, this is why I say, like, some of these shows are losing their luster because production is too heavily involved in the the ins and outs of them. Now, had Quad actually crashed that Meg Gala because she heard about it through the scene living in Atlanta, it totally changes how I view this final episode. But for everybody to be talking about who invited Quad, who invited Quad, like she's not still under contract, come the fuck on. Come on. And also... Is the IRS back knocking at Eugene and Toya's door? Mm-hmm. Aren't they always? It depends on the season, but because more often than not, yes. If everybody had to donate so much money, why do you think your donation of wine that you receive for free is an actual donation? <laughs> the wine that Toya receives from the wine club that she works with, if you even think Toya paid for that goddamn wine, you're a fool. Which can I be honest? I don't have a problem if you have a hookup with something that we need and you get it and that goes in place of your donation. It just feels like nobody asked her for that wine. So for nobody to ask you for the wine and then you get it and then you say that takes the place of your donation. Yeah. And not only that. That's why, it was that's a, why you got it, talked about. It was a thousand dollars worth of wine when everybody else had donated what two, three, four thousand dollars. You didn't even donate as much wine as what what was asked of from the group. A thousand dollars worth of wine. Let's just say I'm sure it's not barefoot that they drinking. So let's just say the wine is what twenty dollars a bottle, twenty twenty five dollars a bottle. So maybe you provided ankle. fifty. Do- so maybe you provided. What you say? <laughs> I said it's bare ankle. <laughs> that might be the show title. Bare ankles is crazy. Bare ankles. <laughs> You you provided maybe 50 bottles of wine at a gala. 
Come on. How long do y'all think that case of, how long do y'all think those cases of wine lasted, held up? A long Please. time, because nobody wasn't drinking that. I mean, that, it's just, right. It's very on brand, though, when you consider, like, how cheap Toya and Eugene are, to be fair. Yeah, until she wanted to brag about wearing $20,000, $30,000 purses and shit. True. Or until True. she wanted until she wanted to brag about the kind of vehicle she driving or having a a multi story closet, then it then you know she laughed with her money. Yeah, they big money. I'm sorry, it was just cheap. Okay, if cheap again, like like Adrian just said, if she were asked if she would be willing to donate wine, like hey Toya, I know we're asking that everybody donate this much, but. Since you have, since you're doing your wine club, do you think they could, you could donate two, three thousand dollars worth of wine for the event and this, that, and the third? Yes, totally different. Totally different. You volunteering something that you already had sitting in your garage that you've been trying to get rid of because that's what it felt like. It felt like Girl Scout cookie season. Okay, when you get to the end of Girl Scout cookie season, you just trying to get rid of the rest of them fucking cookies so you don't got to pay for them. For for Toya, oh, I'm just gonna eat them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like she was. Yeah, back never gonna be in big. We sold all the cookies, <laughs> so we don't have no cookies left over. Thank God. But for Toya, it just out season. <laughs> it just it just felt like she was volunteering something that she already had access to for free to prevent to keep from having to spend money. And I just feel like not even her, but Eugene as a doctor should have been like, no, Toya, even you could donate the wine. That's fine. But I'm still going to donate to this cause as a doctor, as a medical professional. I'm still going to donate. Yeah. I mean, he they they just both of them just kind of cheap and tacky. Always have been. Mm hmm. And and now, I mean, I guess I want to talk about how much I loathe Simone. I loathe. You don't like that lady, Simone. Never I have. do not like Simone. I think that she lives her life on a high horse when she is the horse. <laughs> oh, oh, right. I just feel hold like on. you Friends, when Quad no uh uh-uh, uh because when Quad uh uh-uh, hold on let me get the ether beat real quick. <laughs> I was gonna ask who you hate more, Heavenly or Simone? Simone, Simone. Damn. I do. I dislike Simone more. And we're going to get to Dr. Heavenly because, boy, does she make some really big, 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 nasty accusations against Dr. G. Oh, my goodness. Mm. But it's just so to say that Quad should have reached out to you after y'all sent her home from the Napa Valley trip. Who the fuck are y'all? Mind you, when Simone went to Memphis looking for her father, Right. Do y'all remember that season when she couldn't yeah, get in touch with her father and subsequently they ended up finding him deceased? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it wasn't it Quad and Jackie with her? I yeah. think so. Pretty sure to, it was. To assert that Quad doesn't show Definitely up. Definitely was, because her dad was in Memphis, wasn't he? Yes. Yes. And, and Quad, Quad is from and Memphis. From, yes. Yes. Yeah, Quad is from Memphis. So again, it's one of these things that Simone is the worst type of person to me because she forgets how people are. She forgets how well people have treated her to excuse how poorly she treats others. Mm. 
Bar. And I don't like those type of people. Y'all have I it bear and we have said it multiple times throughout the season of, of Married to Medicine, which fell flat because y'all tried to pull everybody in with that sweet tea Greg quad line and it was it just didn't do what it was supposed to do. But y'all were very fucking mean to Quad, and Quad has endured multiple tragedies since that divorce from Dr. G. That was one instance of y'all not showing up for her. Quad's brother passed away. Yeah, I don't remember seeing y'all be there for Quad or reach out to Quad. Quad's niece drowned in that pool. Y'all didn't y'all didn't reach out to Quad and show up for Quad in that situation. As a matter of fact, when that situation came to be, y'all were too busy, too busy frolicking with Sweet Tea and Dr. G, claiming how much he had upgraded from Quad. Nasty. That was so nasty. Y'all have not been present and supportive enough to Quad for y'all to have these super high expectations of her as a friend. Especially because none of y'all really are good friends, if we're being honest. And Toya, you a coward. You and Dr. Eugene ran up out of there when y'all seen Quad pull up because you pussy. You pussy. You do all that talking on the internet, tell all them lies, and when you see Quad face to face, you talking about, I did that because I'm more mature. You're not mature at all. Because if you was mature, you wouldn't have had that outburst when she didn't call, when Heavenly didn't call her Dr. Simone. And that's why you and Eugene shit got put on Front Street about y'all not donating no money and being grown. And you can't even, you don't even know how, you don't even know how to handle yourself in formal situations. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. It, uh, for for Toya to fix her lips to say that she more mature when everybody flipped out when Eugene called when y'all was acting the acting the little rambunctious and Eugene called y'all niggas and y'all flipped y'all shit that is funny hmm. I'll never forget that shit when because I because 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 remember Candace we were like what did he say <laughs> and then it's come to find out at the reunion all he said was nigga and y'all cl- clutch y'all goddamn pearls like boy. That's why to this day I will forever be glad that Mariah and Lucy went upside Toya's head. Mm-hmm. They should have did it again. And word on the curb is Toya started taking self defense classes after she got beat up. <laughs> I think I think that's real smart. <laughs> I think that's smart. <laughs> and the thing is, I don't have a problem with Toya not liking Quad. I really don't because one thing about these ensemble casts. They are put together to be the the right balance of drama and friendship. And everybody's not going to get along all of the time. So I do not have a problem with Toya not liking Quad. I just want Toya to be honest about the role she has played in her and Quad not getting along. That's all I want. Because to be sitting up here acting like a victim, like Quad has done so much wrong to you and Eugene, when you was literally running r- rumors from Simone about quiet fucking married men and calling her a liar about Dr. G not being abusive and so on and so forth, you just need to stand up in this shit. That's what I don't respect about Toya. She don't stand up in the shit that she do. And that's have... most of the women on this cast. They throw stones and hide their hands. 
Yeah, I mean, my thing with it is that I want her to stand up. Now, granted, it's a stupid-ass reason, but I want Toya to stand up in the fact that she don't like Quad because she's not married to medicine. And I also want Toya to stand up in the fact that being married to Eugene is her identity. Because that's all this it is. Because, like, there's literally... And, and, like, you can dislike Quad. She's, like, flawed, just like the rest of them. You can dislike Quad and all that. But you cannot sit up here and play in my face and tell me that that woman has done so much irreparable harm and damage to Toya, of all people. Toya, who herself is not a... We saw Toya be nasty to Quad. We saw Toya be nasty to um, to um, to Jackie. We saw Toya be nasty Mar- to Mariah. Mariah. We saw... this, And this is the biggest one. We saw... Did the North not remember how nasty Toya was to Contessa when Contessa's own goddamn father was, like, hospitalized and stuff? Like, so, like, what the fuck are we doing here, Potato? Like, like Toya is some kind of beacon of friendship. Come on with this dragon, because these things are true. Yeah, she called... She confronted Scott about Contessa not showing up at they getting out of debt party. And Contessa was looking for her father who had got lost in the airport. Like, like, why we had to like Toya some kind of beacon of, of friendship, morality, and goodwill and stuff. If you what? what? This the same Toya that exposed to the rest of the cast that Aiden was not Mariah's oldest uh child's father without Mariah's consent. What the fuck are we not really just the doing? cast, a whole beauty salon. Yeah. Is that, like, so like what, what the fuck are we really doing here with these shenanigans in, in theater? Like, don't get me wrong, I love some good theater, but this ain't it. I just want, I just want us to to call a thing a thing. I and want this us to is be why for fucking want, real. This is why I want Andy to also stop posting these reunions because Andy has gotten to the point where he don't want to. That's right, Taj. Andy has gotten to the point where he don't like ruffling the the feathers, and the reunion is absolutely the time and the place. To ruffle feathers and call people out on their shit, and, and he don't like, do that. And you can clearly tell he got favors too. That's the other thing. Yeah. Um. I didn't. I didn't think the the thing the interaction with Sweet Tea, Greg, and Quad was that awkward. I just truly don't think Quad cares, and I do feel like she has tried to show good faith with this woman being introduced into her former friend group. That hey, welcome, enjoy, and I think everybody else around them tries to make it awkward because in their mind, Quad should be so pissy about Doctor G and Sweet Tea being around that her reaction to them should be visceral and nasty. And the fact that it's not, it bothers them. It truly bothers these women that Quad is not upset about this woman and her ex husband coming around this group of people. And you know why? Because that's they're not her friends. She don't want them. Yeah, and she don't want them. She don't. She don't want Greg. She don't dislike Sweet Tea. She don't fuck with this group of women like that no more after how awful they have been to her. And over, I do over she's this. Being, she's. I do think she's being cordial, but I do agree with one thing that Mariah said in her interview with Carlos King, and that is that it is time for Quad to move on from this show. Yeah, because she'll never oh, yeah. be as close to these women as she once was, and there's no reason to keep bringing her around and that everybody's pretending for a check. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. there are some other shows within Bravo 
I think I think Quad would be fine on Real Housewives of Atlanta. I really do. If if Phaedra is going to be on Married to Medicine and not be married to medicine, not be dating a doctor, I absolutely think Quad would fare better on Real Housewives of Atlanta, where she currently has relationships with those women. Yeah. She's cool with Kenya. She's cool with Portia. She's hung out with Portia and Simon, has been over in Africa partying with them, spending Simon scammer money. Never forget the scammer money. Never forget. So I absolutely think if a recast is coming, yes, switch switch quad over to Real Housewives of Atlanta and let her flourish, where most of the women on Real Housewives of Atlanta are no longer married. Yeah. It just seems like the best. Now, married to medicines internet shenanigans the cast internet shenanigans have been far better than the season actually was and in the previews for the first part of the reunion they have talked more about the stuff that has happened on the internet than what happened in the actual season to which sweet tea and heavenly have been into it across social media the whole season and we talked last week about the big outburst where Sweet Tea said Heavenly is not respected in the medical community in Atlanta. And it's a reason why Dr. Damon always have to leave her ass at home. To mm-hmm. which uh, Heavenly replied back and called Dr. Greg a pedophile and said it is well known in the Atlanta medical community that he is a pedophile and an abuser. She then deleted the tweet and tried to apologize, saying she couldn't come from for Sweet Tea because Sweet Tea don't got shit worth coming for, so she came for Dr. Greg. Now, I don't believe that at all. I believe it was with intention. Um, Sweet Tea is old enough to is young enough to be his daughter, and I certainly believe that those things are absolutely true within that Atlanta medical community, and heavenly is just trying to do damage control yeah i mean him being an abuser isn't like far off course we literally saw it with quad and hell he said like we heard it on their on the reunion and the the pedophile stuff doesn't shock me considering ain't he 20 some years older than sweet tea yeah i mean he was significantly older than quad he yeah he had about 10 years on quad yeah, like it ain't as yeah, like it ain't as bad as Sweet Tea, but still, the point remains. Like he, and I, I feel like I said that, like when we, when he, when we knew that he was coming back for this season, and like when he got with a uh, Sweet Tea, it's like nigga, why you ain't never with nobody your own age? Yeah, so he is fifty six, and Sweet Tea is thirty two. That's crazy. Twenty four years. That's insane. Twenty four years. When he was thirty two, she was eight. That's insane. Like, sorry, not sorry. I know they grown, blase, blase. Fuck all that. Why you ain't never with nobody your own age, nigga? I, I just, I believe what, I do believe what Heavenly is saying. Um, But again, it makes it even nastier because these rumors or these whisperings are going around the Atlanta medical community about him. But y'all fought so hard to get him and Sweet Tea on this show. Right. Not only that, you also not finna sit here and tell me that these these rumors and stuff only came up like now. This is something that y'all been known. I mean, hell, again, like I said, he literally, you know, confessed to abusing Quad on the reunion of his last, you know, season on here before this one. 
Yeah, yeah, I was still cool with that nigga. And even before he came back, I remember like what Toya and I think maybe Simone and Cecil, definitely Simone and Cecil, you know, mentioning him saying that like how you know they still in contact with him and, and still cool with him. Like, so y'all been new about this nigga. This ain't nothing new. Mm-hmm. Y'all y'all chose to be cool with him and remain cool with him. Hey, y'all y'all chose to remain cool with him even when you saw how he was treating um Quad. Yeah, because even before you get to the abuse, he was just nasty and horrible to quad as a partner, and y'all still cool with that nigga. Yep, absolutely. Well, I'm looking forward to the reunion part one. Um, I don't know if y'all have seen any clips, but in part one of the reunion, the clip that they've been circulating, the ladies have tried to blame quad for what happened to Dr. Jackie in that video resurfacing, though. It's on Heavenly's YouTube. Wait, what? Which one? Talking about the one with she? You nasty. That's nasty. That's real nasty. Yeah, huh? the, yeah you heard me. So Come next the, week, when we but because it's y'all fault. We're going to be able to drag for filth next week after we watch part one of the reunion. Yes, the ladies were blaming Quad for that clip, that video resurfacing of Doctor Jackie saying all that nasty stuff about black women's pain and such. Yes, they were blaming Quad. And then Dr. Heavenly told Quad it would be best if she don't reach out to Jackie to clear it up because all of the ladies have been saying Quad is the one who did that. Nigga, it's on Heavenly Page. So they're so are they blaming Quad for like reintroducing the clip? Yes. And to it's... me, even that's a fucking stretch. Yeah, I was I was about to say, huh? <laughs> I'm going to tell you what got that clip reintroduced. And it's the fact that Heavenly... Y'all being nasty. Y'all being nasty. And Heavenly has gone so hard to uh, amp up her social media presence this season. Going live after every episode. Going live with Carlos King. That why wouldn't people go back and watch old videos and old clips and see what you've said about previous seasons and previous cast members. Cause yeah, cause I was that's the natural progression of things. Like when we get new fans to it, shout out to to Leslie. When you listen to this episode, she um that's one of the Girl Scout moms. Um, but she loves reality TV. She loves Bravo shows, so she listens to us. And yes, when she started listening, she she was like, I went back and listened to some old episodes, and I was hollering. That is the natural progression of things when you introduce people to to yourself and your product. Yeah, because that was. But also, people are weird, and somebody could have just been saving that clip for when it was time to load on Jackie. Because I think there's a certain percentage of people that have not liked Jackie or been very fond of Jackie, but she's never done anything out of bounds per se. Like she has a condescending attitude her fat phobia, but people were still kind of with Jackie on that. Once this, that whole situation with Quad came, that was the prime time for anybody that you didn't like among those women for you to come out with everything. Oh yeah, I ain't never liked that hoe because it is this, this, and this. So I feel like it probably was somebody with that waiting in the clip for Jackie. Yeah. Yeah, because I was going to say like, hell, because um, 
Cause I I didn't even know that clip existed. Cause remember, like we started, like when we start, um, we both started and started covering uh, *Merit to Medicine* on the show. Like we didn't get it like frame one day one like other people. We came in not super late, but we were like what? Can it's like a season or uh, a couple behind from covering it? Like on the show? Uh, yeah. Like I've been watching it. I just was we weren't covering it. Yeah. Right. So I didn't even know that clip existed and that she had said that shit. I just thought somebody, you know, had brought it back up because, you know, for whatever the fuck reason. Because, but I'm like, how did Quad like cause huh? I saw that shit on Twitter, not like from Quad's page or something. Like what? Huh? I, huh? <laughs> how did Quad get in this? Mm-hmm. What hey man. <laughs> hey man. Look, like I was saying, like you can dislike Carl all you want, and rightfully so. Like she flawed, like the rest of them. But like, come on, bro. Like this is some, this is some like insensitive it's malarkey. Of, yeah, it's giving darky malarkey. <laughs> it is more. This is bullshit. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. Like, what the fuck is we doing? Mm-hmm. Come on, like this, this, this is some grasping that straws if I've ever seen. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Hmm. Jesus Because if he didn't say it, wouldn't have been no clip to bring up. I did. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Like we can start and end there. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what that's really where it starts to end. So say Quad did do it. Did you or did you not say it? Right. <laughs> Correct. Because it's not AI. It's not Photoshop. <laughs> it's right. quite literally. It's quite literally you being nasty, inflammatory, and gaslighting pregnant black women and trying who- to be. Trying who to be are like 400 that, times more likely to die during labor and delivery. You as said those things as a as an OBGYN. True. As a student of the practice. of the, You did. You said it. You said it. It was you. You. Cackling, cackling with heavenly. Then got you in trouble. Because those were her words right before she said it. She yep. said, I'm going to be like Heavenly right now. And that's why Heavenly was like, that ain't mm-hmm. me. So I don't know what you talking about. Right, exactly. Yep. You was trying to be messy. You was trying to fit in. You was trying to, instead of just being that that condescending ass old black woman that you know how to be, you tried to jump in somebody's lane and you got swerved you to be right a city back. Girl. Right, you, hello? You try to be a city girl when you a town woman. And that's just not. Come on, a town a woman. city girl when you a town's woman. <laughs> Oh no, I'm cackling here. Yeah. <laughs> Gems dropped. So that's yeah. that's that on that. So we'll we'll have a lot to talk about next week when that the first crazy. part of the reunion airs. Like, blame Quad for what? <laughs> that mm. is crazy. Yeah. Um, before we go, bold and bougie. Well, it didn't take long for these old hoes to get into it. Now did it? Nope, sure did. Sure did, did not. We, we three episodes in, these old bitches already fighting. And the thing that they fighting about is so very, very peculiar and weird because it's surrounding a woman who is not a part of this show. Come on, peculiar. All of of this, you know, back and forth with Crystal has been over fucking Monietta, who ain't she fucking remarried? Remarried and was supposed to be on the show. That's why, that's why this seems odd. Yeah, she's, yeah. She married married to that white man, man, right? Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. And she was supposed to be on the show, which I think is why we get all these setups with people that are friends with Monietta and these conflicts with Crystal. She was supposed to be on the show, but I think it was something with the contract that she had with um, where she was like a friend of the show on the on the Housewives. 
and mm-hmm. that's why she couldn't that's why she couldn't do it but I think she's supposed to like pop in during this season but that's why she isn't a full-time cast member okay yeah so yeah all of this discourse about their loyalties to Monietta here's the thing Monietta is too well known in these social circles even due to her association with Neo for her to not understand that y'all are doing a goddamn job on this show and will have to be around Crystal. She knew Crystal was going to be on this goddamn show and was almost a part of the goddamn show with Crystal. Why are we here? What is all this discourse about? Y'all are 40 plus fucking years old. Like, I'm so confused about the back and forth. Yeah, by average. Because I'm I'm surely thinking a lot of these women older than 40, but Crystal might not be 40. And maybe Malaysia. Okay, Crystal Martin. Malaysia's definitely 40. But Tamika is a good 50 plus because Usher like older women. So Tamika is over 50. Because mm-hmm. Usher's Cause in what, his there was 40s. an age. There, Usher's what, about 46? Something like 46, that, yeah. 40, yeah, 45, 46. Because he's about, yeah, he's about six years older than me. She was eight years older than him. So yeah, she about, she's in her early 50s. Yeah. Yeah, Usher will be 46 this year Yeah, in October. So that's what, eight years, 54? She's about 54? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just going to go on it. Yeah, Tamika Raymond is 53. She'll be 50. She turned 53 this year. She was born on New Year's. Okay, so you bitches are 45 at, at minimum. And Crystal is probably the only one that's keeping that, that average age in the 40s. Because Gosha... And uh, the other one, the one that's married to, which one married to a woman? Gosha? No. Yeah. Yes. Because Princess, the producer, is married to a man. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you women are certainly well into y'all 40s. I feel like Malaysia and Crystal might be the youngest ones on this show. So all this arguing about y'all loyalty to Monietta over a nigga that she... She got a whole nother cracker now. She ain't even staying a nigga pond. It's kind of, it's, it's doing too much. And I feel like it's keeping us from really getting to know y'all, y'all backgrounds. Because Tamika arguing with Malaysia, and Tamika always had a nasty attitude and a nasty spirit. I'm not sure what they expected when she showed up on this show. She always been dismissive and mean as fuck. That's why she was almost about to go toe-to-toe with Usher Mama. I just... I don't know. I, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Definitely. Let when Tamika stop. Raymond was a when Tamika Raymond was a, a freshman in high school, Usher mom was for sure a senior. I like, can see that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just trying to understand what all this discourse is about. And at this point, again, what are y'all to do about it? Because this is all over Neo, who Crystal not even with no more. Mm-hmm. But I'm not shocked to see this because when it comes to older black women, men certainly are the prize. Men are the prize. And even Tamika acting like can't nobody ask her about Usher like she didn't name a whole book after his album. Baby, you called, the book is called Here I Stand. Ain't that one of Usher's albums? Yeah, that's the album about their marriage. Yeah, that's the album about their marriage. I never, I never really liked that about Tamika where she doesn't want to bring up her association to Usher but always hints at her association of Usher. 
Absolutely. Which, sis, if I crack that, I probably be bragging about it too. Now I'm just gonna be I honest. With sure. you. I would still, I still, I, <laughs> shit. We, I would just have some sister wives because I wouldn't have been coming up off Usher. He would have just had to hate me. <laughs> we just been, we would have just been hate fucking. Now, after you give me some sex, you go be go be friendly with the bitch you really like. I'll be back. I'll be back for my weekly angry dick fuck because you know? that's that's where we going from here. But like being all up in everybody else's business and don't want nobody to ask you about your marriage to one of the greatest R and B singers of our time is fucking insane. Y'all could talk about Crystal, Monietta, and Neo 87 days and 87 nights, but people can't bring up fucking Usher. Like, imagine talking about Neo, but Usher is the line. That's crazy. And I, I'm with Gosha. Like, I just think Tamika is putting a lot on this whole Mo is my girl thing. If she was that much your girl, you wouldn't be on this, you wouldn't be on this show with the woman that she initially said was his mistress. Mm. You would have avoided her like the plague. Let's be honest. You need this check, so you need to fucking clock in and act like you need to check. Yeah, that's especially what you didn't bought that old ass castle ass mansion. That's what it's giving. It's giving. You, you um, I forget who did we say had this problem as well. Like, uh, was it was it Diamond? I think it was Diamond. Where yes, it's like, it was I'm, Diamond. I'm, where you I'm acting re- like you don't need to check, but you yes. need to check. Yes. yes. Or oh, I'm too good for reality TV. Literally on reality TV. That's what it's giving. Yeah, that's exactly what it gives. And I want us to. I want them to move past it because so far I do like the cast. I do think it's nice to see some older women on who come in the door older. Like when we started watching Housewives, like when we started watching Atlanta. A lot of them came in and they like 30s and, and you know, shit like that, except for Kim Zosiak. She was born 54. But these women are older. And I just want to see more than them arguing about Mo, their loyalty to Mo. And she not even here. Hell, Mayetta didn't even say it on Twitter. Like, y'all doing a lot of discussing of me and I'm not even on this show. So I pray it's more to it. I don't think it's going to be a long season. I think it'll probably end up being like, eight to ten episodes so we approaching a halfway point and all they've been arguing about is crystal and monietta and then malaysia getting into it with tamika because she said tamika is dismissive to which she been dismissive she was dismissive when she was on that other reality show and that's also why i don't get tamika trying to act someone bothered like she don't need to do this you do this like your second or third reality show true which is how she met Mayetta. They were on that other, they were on that VH1 show about ex-wives. Cause it Atlanta was her. Wise. Yeah. It her, was Tori her. Hart, Mayetta. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I remember it. Yep. So you do need these checks. So you do need to act like you want to be here. Because the damn, damn show ain't for somebody reading your book. Okay. Too far? Okay, cool. All right. I mean, cause I could just go listen to Usher's album. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that was a good album. I know I'll enjoy that. And that was a good album. Not as good as his his other two that came before, but still a good album. <laughs> For sure. So that's I'm holding out hope. Um once we get the episode for if this next episode is y'all still arguing about this girl's relation to Neo and Mayetta, I'm but I'm gonna have to go on and check out. That's what I'm gonna say. Cause it's I didn't sign up to see a bunch of menopausal women arguing about no bullshit. It's like only that. so it's only so many Neo mentions I can tolerate. For sure. For sure. 
Well, that's it, y'all. Uh, we'll be back next week and Love and Marriage DC to the lineup. I saw the previews for tonight's episode. I just want to say, what the fuck type of alternate reality do Clifton and uh, Joy live in where you think you could be arguing in the nigga's white face and then the nigga's supposed to dap you up like you wasn't getting spicy with his wife? <laughs> You should be glad uh, quick and clean your fucking clock in front of them cameras. But I know him and his wife got an image to uphold as true natives to, to D.C. True. They got to protect the brand. Yeah. Right. And the brand is we beat that niggas asses. <laughs> but I understand. <laughs> he I tried understand to dap up quick. Quick told that nigga, nah, we, I'll get at you later, bro. Don't say shit to me. And Clinton <laughs> just stood there and took it. Clinton didn't should. say shit. You a pussy. You was ready to be all up in, in Ashley's face, but Quick told you, nah, nigga, get out of my face, and you got out his face. Nah, you, you got hold. I just wanted to get that off my chest, but we'll discuss that next week as well. With that, we are out, y'all, and we will be back next week. Bye, y'all. Peace.